Top talk coming soon. Right. Tron Legacy. They need to re-release that on IMAX, seriously. I'm not even like kidding. Like the same way Warner Brothers, like they they love how the Dark Knight is like exemplar exemplary of their brand. I think Disney should do that for for Tron. Format it for Dolby. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but I, I would still want to see it on IMAX. Sure, sure. But Dolby is great. Cause just that sound. Yeah. Just to hear that in yeah. Dolby in Dolby speakers. Oh. Cause that could be fantastic. Dude. Yeah, it's like 40 speakers in a room, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? English Dave here for another episode of The Nerdy Report, your weekly Nerdy Bunch news show. I'm here with my co-host, Carlos. What's up, Carlos? What's going on, Dave? How has your week been? Captain Marvel! Yes, it's been good. We definitely we saw Captain Marvel early at that, so I've it's seen been it a three, good week. I've seen it three times. Wow, look at you. Yes. This is... Once in IMAX. Not surprised. Yes. I was supposed to see it in IMAX, but then things <laughs> came up. Um, but I definitely am looking forward to watching it again, but... Um, yeah, it's been a great week. A lot of connections has been made, you know, a lot of nerdy bun stuff in the works. I'm excited. You listeners should should check out our spoiler-free review if you haven't seen the movie. Check out our spoiler-free review. Yes, and it's, check if, that. Absolutely. If you have seen the movie, look out for our spoiler review, which will be coming shortly. So look out for that to get our in-depth thoughts of the film. Right. I would say the spoiler-free is more like first reaction. Yeah, first reactions. I think we all agreed to the fact that it's a movie that we enjoyed. It has flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh but we feel it's a movie that would age well and i think if you are a marvel fan you should, it's a must watch yes you know I mean, it's not i wouldn't say you, i would say it's yeah. self-explanatory yeah, at yeah. this point like if a marvel movie comes out it's, this is also true you gotta check it out this is this is also true except with Thor the dark Thor. yeah we don't speak about it. we don't talk about the dark world no it's called thor the dark thor the dark thor oh thor the dark thor yes, yes Thor yes, the dark yes, thor yes. that's what we call it <laughs> all right let's go we have a whole bunch of uh news this week that's funny some interesting news some news that uh i'm excited for some news that i'm like eh for some news that i just don't care for we have a whole bunch we have a variety carlos this week yes we do a variety of, of news so carlos i'm gonna get straight into it yes i'm gonna have you tell me the news that stands out to you first for better or for worse boom pick one news that stands out for better or for worse hmm all right, it might be a tie. Um, I'll go with the first one. The, Disney wow. keeping the Fox brand. Ah, that, interesting. That is big. This me. is a conversation we've had a lot, you know, yeah. um, since, well, everyone's had since since it was announced that Disney was going to buy Fox, right? Right. Uh, this was a conversation that people thought, okay, what's going to happen? And, you know, slowly we've been getting more and more information on it. And, um, yeah, what are your thoughts? Disney keeping the Fox brand. Yeah, I'm actually... I'm surprised. I thought that there was going to be like a complete overhaul situation going on and they would have to like come up with a new offshoot to get their adult related content out. But I, I, I don't know. I like it. I like it. I think I think it makes a lot of sense um, in terms of what this means in terms of in terms of like cross collaborating Marvel. I don't know. Like the, do the Deadpool movies still come out under Fox? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's more of a question that I have now. But to know that they'll keep like the Fox brand and Fox Searchlight for their indie movies and 
FX is going to keep their name as well. I think that's that that's brilliant. That's how it should stay because I think all of those, like Fox Searchlight and FX, is like alone are, are brands that people recognize now. So it's like, why take that away? Yeah, no. This is for me. This is not surprising. This is something that I had kind of, kind of almost theorized. I didn't obviously didn't I didn't know for sure, mm-hmm. but it's something that I thought Disney might do just because if you look at their history, right? They they have a a good solid history of being like okay look at what this company is doing we want their assets but let's let them you know we don't want to change too much we just maybe maybe give them more money and more funding and all that kind of stuff and obviously this is different to what they did with with marvel and and star wars lucas because this is more like you're really taking the company in but i thought at the very least they will want to maintain certain things we've spoken about the fact that disney plus is more pg-13 family oriented uh, uh content and so we thought, okay, there has to be another avenue to deliver this, to deliver the different types of content. And I think also Disney of late have shown that they want to diversify their portfolio as much as possible, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not just one thing, even if it's through other avenues. And so, well, why create another studio name when you already have Fox? People already know that name. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the public knowledge of that brand, 20th Century Fox and, and all that stuff is is known to everybody. So why not keep that and just play off of that? And I think it's a smart move. Um, things like the conversation though about characters like Deadpool and the X-Men becomes interesting now though because mm-hmm. obviously Kevin Feige and people at Marvel are going to want to tap into some of these characters yeah. but do you still keep certain things separate exactly do you separate it do you rebrand do yeah. you offshoot like, do you, is do it you, under Marvel do you keep it at Fox yeah like do you keep things like, like New Mutants carrying, carrying mm-hmm. on like they could then keep the current X-Men line mm-hmm. going still separate if they really want to you know they don't have to and then if they want they can bring in certain characters i mean look at look at for example in the comics right um wanda and pietro quicksilver mm-hmm. they are mutants right which is why you also see quicksilver and the x-men what if you do the same thing with certain other characters right so you don't bring all the x-men but say you I keep want, some other side i want this character yeah. so you change the origin so you do like Wanda and Pietro where it's like, okay, they got they have their powers from other means or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you could bring in Magneto, but for another reason. I don't know, I'm just, yeah, not necessarily yeah. Magneto, but rather than bring all the X-Men. I mean, for me, I feel like if that were to take place, uh, they would just have to reboot completely. Yeah. Because then at that point, it, because again, the way that they have uh, established like both the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the X-Men Universe respectively is like, in the Marvel Universe, superheroes are superheroes, but in the X Men Universe, they're mutants. But they never cross collaborate. No, but you know I, mean, what I mean, I mean, as or in they like, never like call each other. What like, I mean, as in because they own the characters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can change who they are because, like in the MCU, Wanda isn't a mutant. Right. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, what if you do that with other characters? Where you take them and you oh, they okay, say they're, they're not, not mutants. They just you can explain can, their power through yeah, another exactly. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's the way that it you know, and do things that, or you take mutants that haven't really been used in the movies right like gambit for say right he's not we haven't seen him yet really put him in a marvel movie even though that's not a good example because mm-hmm. he doesn't fit but exactly. then he changes power same character but he's not a mutant he has mm-hmm. powers through other means mm-hmm. he could be a Cree. exactly you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know switch it up i'm just saying i just i feel like disney could do that where they take the characters they want to kind of mingle with yeah or marvel and, in general yeah there's something obviously... marvel in general yeah like kevin feige takes the characters he wants to mingle with and then just everyone else just leaves them to continue their X-Men because their again, Fox line exactly yeah. under Fox and because if if Dark Phoenix is good right you know if, people are gonna wanna see more if New Mutants is good 
you know, like you know, it, people already want to see more more Deadpool, mm-hmm. the character at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't because Deadpool clearly is not going to gel with the yeah. Avengers. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a character you can see staying on the R-rated side. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see X twenty three movie. Yeah, I would want to see that with, too. with the same with actress, the same actress that in that universe. Yeah. Don't come, you know, like certain characters can can be kept there, mm-hmm. and Marvel doesn't have to deal with the issue of oh, how do you integrate all the X Men mm-hmm. in? You know, I think maybe because then again, like I said, it would have to be a full reboot yes. at that point. And even then, even with a reboot, trying to integrate them into the Marvel universe is still just the idea of yeah, mutants. It's, 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 too, it's, it's huge. It's, it's to me at least that's why I say like it would have to be a whole well, reboot because they would need deal, to clarify that and you also have to deal with the idea that and I've always questioned this in the comics and I feel, I guess some comics have tried to answer it mm-hmm. even though I don't think they've answered it well is the idea that why are people afraid of mutants but not afraid of superheroes right you know like it's the same thing they're, it, they're, essentially, they're superpowered yeah, they're all they're, superpowered they have powers and stories like Civil War in the comics was trying to answer that question of well you know so you don't really get superhero kids, but they're older, so they're trained by the time they get powers. Mm-hmm. Whereas mutants, they're young they're with powers. Young, yeah. And and I, I get that, but you do have examples of superhero kids. I mean, mm-hmm. Spider-Man is an mm-hmm. example, right? He, mm-hmm. he got his powers around the age that a mutant would have their powers manifest. Right. You know, and though Spider-Man isn't as, in some comics, isn't as loved in New York, they don't treat him like they treat the mutants. Mm-hmm. You know, things, and so... He's like their hero. Yeah, and so that's... That's always the question: Is how do you make people fear mutants but not superheroes? What What's the divide, and how do you right. how do you do that? And it's too complicated. Yeah, so it's exactly. Easy to, it's better to separate. just separate. Yeah, yeah, keep them separate. And again, this this so this makes this is smart for Disney to do this. And I think also with the Fox brand, it gives them leeway to try out or kind of reboot or or redo certain Fox brands mm-hmm. without making a Disney film for like the Alien movies, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, or predator yeah right you know, it or, gives them you know, like the power to really like make the quality better in yes. those films yes but a, don't it's not a disney but movie. it's not a disney movie <laughs> yeah. but they're still like just trying to make better films at the end of the day yes. i think this i think honestly like when we talk about um the fact that they're acquiring fox and like you know their library or franchises i think that you can see from everything disney's been putting out in the past what i would say decade maybe probably two decades to be honest i mean i would just say everything that they've been doing like in the bob Iger era maybe okay has been like really focused on quality yes like okay, it, yes. they're not just putting movies just to put them out yes. like they want to make sure the movie is good first hmm. like they'll delay it if they have to like hmm. maleficent is a recent example like nobody everybody knew the sequel was coming they didn't date it and in, in the hollywood reporter article um the i forgot who who it was it, not bob Iger. they interviewed somebody else who's like big He's like the president of the of the film production there. He's big too. I always blank on his name. Um, but um, in his article, they talk about you know him watching Maleficent, a couple cuts of Maleficent, mm. and and trying to like give notes. And he's seen Lion King three times, mm. and you know what I mean, and things of that nature. So it's like Disney really cares about their quality. They're not about to acquire Fox and let those franchises remain either dormant or remain uh, as as a as a lower bar of quality as they have. Mm-hmm. like predator movies can finally be good uh alien movies can finally be good again mm-hmm. kingsman is going to continue and this exactly, time exactly may, and this time maybe matthew vaughn can get his two-parter yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah. so i think it's actually like a really good thing that disney of all people would probably acquire fox mm-hmm. which brings us to our next news which is disney's entire motion picture library will be on disney plus okay this gets me excited <laughs> 
because a lot of Disney fans know that Disney have a kind of a history of when they re-release certain classic films mm-hmm. on Blue- look certain films aren't available on streaming right if you want to own it at home they only release it within a certain window there's something known as the Disney Vault mm-hmm. so it started from the VHS days or if you want Cinderella or Lion King it's only between this month and this month you know if you miss it out miss out there's no more left you have to wait like another eight years to maybe to get the to get access to that movie and so with this news Bob Iger at the same uh, um, shareholders meeting where he mentioned uh, the previous news we just discussed he he mentioned that at some point so this is not necessarily at the beginning he said at some point the entire Disney motion picture library will be available on Disney plus and for me that's amazing <laughs> like if there's a reason to buy I can see a commercial right now yeah just showing all the like logos for every single Disney movie and just zooming in and just saying Disney plus if you want to watch it everything yeah, it's here just Disney yeah and I think it's this is the news amazing. Tron Legacy if you've been kind of interested in, in where and what Disney plus is going to do this is the type of news we've been waiting for yeah like and that's the thing with and, Disney- and this is not even discussing like what, Fo- what Fox's movies might bring right with, what they might do with Fox's exactly. movies exactly you know I mean and this, and this is this is this is great news I think yeah. as a Disney fan there's a lot of especially a lot of this is how they get a certain crowd right mm-hmm. because they're being smart this is how like my mom would get Disney Plus just because of this yeah she doesn't care about the new movies she doesn't care about the Avengers movies and all that kind of stuff but you're talking about the old classic Disney films yeah. oh yeah she'll, she'll get it just for that you know or, or write, like, write down anything that's like touchstone pictures exactly those are like hallmarks in yeah. the 90s and, and just <laughs> and, and so you get a whole bunch of people who just like just the classic Disney animated yeah. movies or just certain classic films and just for that they'll, they'll pay that under ten dollars a month, right? Because yeah. that's what Bob Iger said. He said that they, they're looking at under nine ninety nine a month, yeah. which is absolutely which is fantastic. literally under <laughs> Netflix. So it's like they're trying to take that Netflix. So you part. have every single classic <laughs> Disney library um, film, Touchstone Pictures, which is like a lot of like nineties drama and like crime movies that you probably wouldn't know were owned by Disney. The Sixth Sense is a Touchstone yep. Picture movie, and then brand new original Star Wars and Marvel movies and series. Yeah, that's that's beyond. And some live action Disney movies are going straight to that, like Lady in yeah, the Yeah, specifically, yeah. Uh, with Justin Thoreau and uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma, uh, not Emma Thompson. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, yeah, like that's direct to Disney Plus. And I think also one of those, I think Disney want to show that, because you know how sometimes you get this kind of stigma where, mm-hmm. oh, when it's on streaming, it's a lesser thing, version of it. Right, now it's becoming. They want to make it like, no, this is important. And I, we spoke about this like through text you and I in our conversations mm-hmm. where I mentioned that there's going to be a year gap after or almost a year gap after Spider-Man Far From Home for mm-hmm. Marvel movies yeah and I think part of that gap's also by design of yeah. bringing focus to Disney Plus right oh you don't because have your Marvel launch, fix because they'll launch a show with it yeah or a couple you yeah. know you get a couple of Marvel shows you don't have your fix in theaters here's where your fix is yeah you know and I think Netflix for us start worrying. I mean, Netflix have been giving me good shows, yes, but I just think that it seems like Disney's about to just take yeah. the same way they've been taking the theatrical game. It seems like they might just like clean up in the streamings, uh, in the streaming sector. Um, I want to get through some of these quick Marvel, yeah, Marvel pieces of news that kind of relate. I mean, it's all Disney related. Exactly. Marvel. I'm gonna get that out of the way. Uh, we know that they are looking at they started pre production on the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's talk about Emma Watson, Hermione, yes. Harry Potter. Uh, Marvel wants to look at her for a, a role 
in right. the movie. Um, apparently she would be she would be like a, a partner to Black Widow. Maybe I heard that her role is like like a female Bond or something. Okay. So that could be pretty interesting to have Black Widow, or maybe just a Black oh, Widow. So kind of be some like kind of protege Bond, yeah. Like a protege, or maybe even like a I think they're really trying to go full spy with Black Widow. I think I think that would be really interesting. In the article, it says it's rumored to be set 2006, just before the events of Iron Man. Okay, so that's okay. also okay, okay, but that's also okay, that great because it gives them room to actually do the female and she can bond. still she can still look the be like a spy. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I can. I I'm just like very intrigued by just a Marvel spy movie. I'd, I'd <laughs> like to see Emma Watson as a villain. I mean, we'll see. You, you know, never cause, know because I mean, you, she has antagonists. Though, let's speak of villains. Did you ever watch Castle Rock? No, I, I had Castle Rock. That was on Hulu, right? That was Stephen King. Well, based the idea was that all all of Stephen King, which is true. All his stories have a connection. Nice. And it's almost like one universe. Yeah, Castle yeah, Rock yeah. is telling a narrative based around all of them. That's nice. It was really, really well done. Uh, the lead character in Castle Rock, Andre Holland, is apparently in talks to play uh, the villain in Black Widow movie. Wow, so this film's about to like probably start shooting soon. Yep. So then Marvel's really in, going in on this Black Widow business. Yes. Uh, oh, they're talking to Rachel Weisz. Yeah. In the, for that movie, and Alec Baldwin. It looks like they're shaping up to really make this one a big one so i'm excited for sure um in that same uh investor meeting bob Iger had where he, he kind of gave some information mm -hmm. he also mentioned some interesting news that i would like to see happen he said that there, there's discussions about the possibility so there's nothing in stone yet but there's discussions about possibly doing a national treasure three yes not a reboot but actually i bet you they're film. gonna put it on a streaming service though that, i actually wouldn't mind that though i want it i i'll, I'll take it I it, feel like, I feel like uh, they've been like dragging their feet on yeah. that. Like, I, there's very few Nicolas Cage Cage movies that I want more of. Yeah, and that's that's one of them. I, I, and I honestly feel like it's not even it's not even a movie. It's not even a franchise. Even that feels like it should be like oh one two three. I feel like you can make a TV show out of it, hmm. where like he's just constantly stealing something. You know, damn the last the. Damn, National Treasure Two came out two thousand seven. Yeah, bro. It's been up for ten and then years. the first one, and the first one, I think was like a four, five year break too. They said he says that discussions <laughs> have been going on since twenty sixteen. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they so want to get somebody. Nicholas Cage is not getting any younger, <laughs> yeah. bro. But, we need to just go. But with yeah, that. he's like, there's no green light just yet. So I'm hoping for more National Treasure. Do you guys like National Treasure? Let us know. Info at thenerdybunch.com. Oh, Will Smith. Got replaced by Idris Elba. Oh yes, as Deadshot. Yes, which means that Warner Brothers really does want star uh, star power for this. Uh... But it's also interesting that they really want Deadshot. It's yeah. James, James Gunn seems like, to want Deadshot yeah, because like he really wants Deadshot. You'd think because I don't. I mean, having Idris Elba, I can see that. But him playing Deadshot, which again, if Will Smith wasn't there, I could see that. I'm just intrigued by the idea that they didn't go for the different character. Like, did you really want Deadshot nah, that much? It's like. It's like the script is written yeah. and Deadshot is in it. He's a big part. Yeah, that's so. exactly. And it's like, okay, it doesn't matter if it's Will Smith I feel like or not. If, I feel like if anything, we're about to get... I feel like we're about to start getting news on other like Suicide Squad castmates. I feel like if, I feel like if James is going to finish the script for this, his his script is focused on a very like fo specific group of like heroes. And Here I feel we like go. And I feel like they're trying to get big names for everybody. Here we go. We have... These are the rumored... Uh, these are the rumored. Well, I'll say I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Yeah, but it's the rumored um, character list for James Bond. Cast Gunn. list, so, not cast characters. Okay, okay. Yeah, because in terms of the villains, we'll see. Is it as many as as David Ayers? Uh, 
I, I, I don't even yeah. want to call that David Ayer's movie. No. Is it, so, is it as much as Warner Brothers' Suicide it's, it's Squad? It's Warner Brothers' Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, we have Ratcatcher. Okay. Uh, in the DC Comics, it's a man, but apparently it's going to be gender-swapped to a female nice, character. Nice, nice, nice. She uh, is usually a Batman character. Nice. Uh, we also have King Shark. Okay. Who's recently so featured... So these are actually characters that weren't even in... Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. Uh, uh, David Ayer's in David Ayer's. That's why, that's why oh, Warner Brothers Suicide Squad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> King Shark actually featured in the most recent episode of Flash. And for TV, it's done really well. Like a human shark hybrid. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine what they're going to do in the movie. Because the TV, dope. I was like, okay, this looks yeah. good. So um, I'm, oh, James I, Gunn is going I'm for interested. it. And this is, for me, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah. Go out there, man. Like, yeah. this is a super crazy universe. Yeah. I hate when they, 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 they hold oh, back. Oh, man. I can't believe Disney you know? lost this, man. <laughs> uh, we also have Polka Dot Man, a.k.a. Mr. Polka Dot. Oh, this is just different, bro. <laughs> this is different. This is what I expected from James this Gunn. This is then. different. This is like, he's really taking the obscure characters. He grows multicolored polka dots on his bodies that can turn into fireballs and other weapons. What the fuck? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he's very embarrassed about his awkward abilities. Wow. <laughs> you also have... That's very James Gunnish. You also have Peacemaker, an agent of peace whose motives are driven by an extremist form of pac 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 pacifism that make him love peace so much he would kill for it. <laughs> wow, that's so random, bro. <laughs> that's an amazing character uh, motivation. Again, this is what I wow this, from the character list. That that sounds fantastic. But see, this is this is and, and Deadshot. Yeah, you know it's interesting. How does Deadshot play when there's all these crazy characters? I mean, I honestly want to say, like Deadshot and uh and and Harley Quinn might be together in this one, and that's I mean, why the, like the Joker movie no, with though, Jared Leto is just like fuck that. There's <laughs> no talk on if Margot Robbie will come back. The only returning member we have so far is Viola Davis. That's the only confirmed person coming back. Um, but again, it wouldn't surprise me either way. Yeah, we'll see. And, and it depends on the story, and also I think it also depends on the direction they want to take Harley. Yeah, in in the Birds of Prey film. Um, you know, I think that can also depend I, on. I also think this might be a little weird, but I think maybe like Suicide Squad was meant to be a pseudo sequel to David Ayer's one because again, the rest of the characters in, in the first one are not yeah. even mentioned or even on that cast list yeah, yeah. or the character list that you just yeah, said. Yeah. So it's like maybe they just wanted to keep like Viola Davis, Will Smith, and uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. And just that's it. And just reboot it completely besides that. We shall see. We shall find yeah, out. Shall. Uh, more DC news. Arrow is about to go into season eight next, or well, the next season. It's on season seven right now. Kind of, we just crossed the midway point. And we found out uh, recently that season eight will be its final season. I and with that. a 10 episode eighth season, um, the show has actually picked up a lot recently. I really like it, but I think it's a great place for it to end. I think... You know, eight seasons. Stephen and Mel's done a fantastic job. Even while this show has had its up and ups and downs, um, more recent seasons has been more down than ups. Though again, like I said, it picked up this season. I think he has continued to kind of embody that character, and I think in the grand narrative of like when we tell the story of superheroes on television, he's going to end up getting a lot of credit for kind of opening doors for every, and not just. Like even things like, I believe shows like Arrow open the doors to things like Daredevil happening. Hell yeah! You know on Netflix mm -hmm. and all these these kind of shows. It got there first. Yeah. It was the first one to be like first okay, superhero TV, TV show. show. Yeah, that was successful. That had this grounded, gritty. It wasn't like especially at the beginning, at least it wasn't this colorful, corny, silly show. You know, it it had its CW moments, 
because it's CW, I get it. But, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it was that show that kind of put that grit to it. And I think he, Stephen Amell, is a huge part of it because he was very instrumental in making sure certain things happen, worked a certain way. And you believe that he became the error. You know, like, mm-hmm. he embodied that character. I don't see him as Stephen Amell. He is the green arrow. You know, like, all that training he did, all the, phys- all the physical stuff. He did most of his own stunts. You know, like, he became instrumental in the, even the character's narrative journey. He was someone that was, he had a voice in this and say, okay, mm-hmm. I want the character to go this way and this way. And he would always go to uh, Comic-Con and things like that, and panels, and yeah. interact with fans and listen to what they want. I think he's done a fantastic job. And as much as it would be sad to see it end, I think they made a good choice, though. You mm-hmm. know, you don't want to overstay your welcome, either. Exactly. Yeah, he created especially because you don't know now with Warner Brothers trying anything and everything. Yeah. You never know if they're gonna do a Green Arrow movie. Exactly. So like... Exactly. You know, you had a good run. I think it's it's done enough to get syndication. Mm-hmm. And I think. Oh hell yeah! It's definitely over a hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah, and and it opened like I said, opened many doors. If anything, just the Arrowverse within CW. Yeah. You know, you got the Flash, you got Flash, Supergirl, you Legends got... of Tomorrow. Exactly. All because of the success of that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And I think. Other networks saw that and thought, oh, we want our superhero shows. Yeah. I remember when, when Arrow first started dropping yeah. and people were like, hey, have you seen Arrow? I was like, exactly. CW, no. <laughs> exactly, same. I was like, CW. CW, oh. no. <laughs> what? Um, but, you know, it's it's great like that... Fake, it, fake Batman? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm great it grew out of that, though. And yes. I, I'm happy to to see that it got such a great like uh, reception. Yes. Uh, 21 or, tw- or Jump Street spinoff. Apparently, we're hearing Zendaya is going to uh, start alongside Tiffany Haddish. The original news was that it was going to be Tiffany Haddish and Aquafina, but it seems like maybe Aquafina dropped out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she probably had something else. I can't wait. Wasn't it? Um, never mind. It was, I feel like there was another project oh, she was attached Jumanji. to. Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. Jumanji sequel. Yes, that's she's why. making a new Jumanji. Yes. Um, this one is actually going to be tw- uh, twenty four Jump Street. Oh so yeah, it's not this. It's not, it's so not a side story. Twenty three. Yeah, this is going to be twenty four. The female one <laughs> is going to be twenty four Jump Street, which is going to be interesting because then twenty three. Because yeah. it's again, like, damn, we're expecting twenty three now. Yes. You got to retroactively make that. Well, Phil Lord <laughs> has said that they do have plans. It's this is all on purpose. So yeah. again, it's a. I can, I can see I can see 23 being called 23 the prequel to 24 yeah exactly and be a commentary on prequels <laughs> <laughs> and I can see because again they're the king of bad ideas to go right <laughs> they are very smart at being self aware yeah right the first one was like aware that it's a remake, remake. and the second one was aware it's a sequel. sequel yeah so I feel like this one's gonna be aware 24's gonna be aware that it's a female remake yeah, or a reboot, or, <laughs> yeah. or or like Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, like a female like, version. Like the female edition. That's what I'm saying, it's going to be like, oh, wait, just the female version type thing. And then... That's great commentary. And that's why 23 is going to be a prequel. Yeah. He's like, 23 Yeah, you know what, prequel. I actually love that. I love that these films have like their own commentary within. Yes, And that's yes. the reason that they're getting made. Exactly. Not just so, because like, it's a sequel. And so, and I like that. You're self-aware of any kind of using that. That's, so that's 24 smart. because it's a female. Uh, speaking of female reboots, there's talk of a rush hour. That'd be interesting. Female reboot. I mean, fuck it. Let's just go in, make remake every every action franchise with females. Um, see, I, I, see, I don't know if I like the, I don't like the name female reboot. Again, it works for twenty four because it's com- commenting on it. only because it almost makes it almost lessens it. It's almost sexist. Yeah, well, I feel, I feel <laughs> like, like it is. Do it, do it because of the char- because you have great characters that. Like you don't have sense. to call it. You don't have to call yeah, it Russia. Female. Yeah. Oh just, yeah. You know. You don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, just yeah, do yeah, a movie yeah, yeah. with these female characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it original. Don't just, just do a body cop film. That's yeah. it. You know, like it doesn't. How many body cop movies are there? Yeah. There's so many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do a body cop film that feels like Rush Hour. 
Nah, you but know, like it's just like Hollywood, Hollywood is very key on that franchise. Yeah, IP is the franchise brand that thing. strong? Yeah, is it that strong? I mean, people want a, a, a third one. No, wait, they want yeah, a, no, they want a third one, but nobody, nobody was it a, a third one or a fourth one? A fourth one, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah fourth, one. but not a female reboot. Like that, just I feel like you're already by saying female reboot, you're already implanting you're like head putting it in a lesser. section. Yeah, exactly. It's like, even though it shouldn't be, just do just do a. a I want to see a movie with. with Two female characters, almost like us, right? You're not seeing a, you're not seeing a black reboot. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the black Amityville, the yeah. haunting, the black haunting. Yeah, you know, it's not that. It's just a movie, and I think just make a movie with two female characters who are this body cop story about two clashing personality types, yeah. fish out of water from different countries. You don't have to do China and America either. You can pick a different. different I mean, di- I think I think now these days China would have to be <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> but, uh, so do China, but besides that, China and England. But besides that, like yeah, it's a good idea. Make it still. British. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flip it. Don't make an American. Naomi Harris. Would yeah. Be a good. Oh, that'd be a good one. Oh, that'd be great. I feel like she's. Like, I actually rewatched Miami Vice the other day, and I was like, damn, Naomi Harris. Like, uh, she's great. There's talk of the female character being played by Bing Bing Lee from The Meg. She's huge yeah. in China apparently. Okay. But she's massive. Like she's a mega star out there. I would I would think that they would take one of the crazy rich Asians uh cast members. Cuz I feel like everybody in that in that like in that franchise is like going on to do more shit. This is true. Uh Tyrese. Yeah. Get more work again. <sighs> I guess be, may, maybe happy. maybe Vin Diesel alley-ooped him in, into this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's he's apparently reportedly signed up for Sony's villain spider-man villain spin-off movie series and this one morbius jared leto's morbius yes jared leto <laughs> jared leto he should have just jared directed leto. he should have just directed this I, shit too. he's gonna be himself i am uh, disappointed a new piece of news is that daniel espinoza is directing this movie and which, he did safe house and which, life which makes me interested yeah me too except me, it's jared leto yes <laughs> we don't have a role for uh tyrese uh, in terms of, I'm thinking maybe the Prowler after Spider Verse. I mean, who knows? Because I'm trying to think of a black character, unless they 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 race swap somebody. I'm trying to think of a black character within the Spider Man universe. Right. And the only because he could make visually a good Prowler after Spider Verse. Miles's uncle. Actually, you know what? I'm not even giving gonna give it that much credit after Venom, because like in Venom, I was I was before the before I saw the film, I was wondering who the villain was, and it was just like another version of venom so it's just like in this movie it'll probably be tyrese will just be another version of morbius side note you know what i mean that takes us a great segue (laughs) to venom 2 you know it's happening venom 1 is very successful yes but director ruben fleischer is not coming back not uh surprise and not surprised i don't know he is not coming back uh really doesn't make a difference to me um i am a little surprised because i feel like he he really like tried to make it seem like he, that was his franchise but we all know zombie land is his franchise um <laughs> kelly marcel is coming back to write okay uh, uh, tom hardy michelle williams and woody harrelson to star oh and my lord there's a spo- spoiler for the first film at the very end is introduced uh, woody harrelson teased as carnage yes with so, red hair so <laughs> no with a red wig with a red so wig terrible ass <laughs> ugly ass dude that's why I laugh when you say Woody Harrelson because the idea of watching him with that red wig in the next movie is literally is just it's gonna drive her from like okay this movie like it's so bad it's good sometimes but it's not aware and it's like full like joker to like joke like 
like you know self-aware territory where it's like oh no we're we know we're ridiculous yes with hills woody harrelson in a red <laughs> wig like for the entire movie <laughs> um like that's beyond to me bro any other news i think that's it on my list yeah I mean, let me just quickly look here. Rob Marshall's directing Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, we didn't. We talked about that off podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. I totally forgot. Yes, yeah. Rob Marshall, who gave us uh, uh, Chicago back in the day. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, he gave us. He gave us. Um, he actually wrote the screenplay for the original Lion King. Oh yeah, animated movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, he recently gave us Mary Poppins, which I still haven't seen. No, no, no. He didn't direct that. Did he? Yes, he did. Hey Google. Who directed Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah, yeah, I think he might be right. Yep. Yeah, it's Rob Marshall. Fuck, Rob Marshall is now here, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's it's between him and Favreau. They're competing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't think his job. I didn't. I didn't like his job on Mary Poppins Returns mm-hmm. from a directing standpoint. But I could see why they would get him for The Little Mermaid. Okay. Um, he's it, he's weird. He's a weird director. He also did that Jet Li and Jackie Chan movie. The Forbidden Kingdom. Did he? That was him. Oh. Yeah, he's weird. He, he, he's... He... Who else was in that? Who's the kid? Who's I the don't kid? know, but he was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but the kid that was in that. Yeah. I keep thinking Shia LaBeouf, but he was no, like no, no. the Shia. Was, no, he was the other Shia. Yeah. <laughs> he almost reminds me of the kid that was in Alita. Yeah, he, yes. He looks like him, yes, but that's does. not him. Yes, he yeah. does. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, but yeah, that shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's worked on a lot of like weird stuff, but... Um, if uh, Little Mermaid is obviously going to be a musical, so that that's definitely going to be up his alley because he loves to choreograph musical sequences as well. Did Memoirs of a Geisha? Oh yeah, that was that was actually I think I remember watching that. I remember thinking that was good. Um, yeah, he's he's I'm telling you he's played everywhere, so it's a little weird. But he mostly stays in musicals for the most part. He, he also did Disney's Into the Woods. Yeah, another musical. And on Stranger Tides, Pirates of the Caribbean. Which that wasn't musical esque, but it was uh, it was vibrant. I guess. Um, I mean, really, what this comes down to is, for me, like, it's just whatever. But it's like I mentioned to you on podcast. Like, I think the question has to be is, if the original animated Disney movie was a musical, does it necessarily have to be a musical after being translated to live action? My response to you is, what original musical film would you want to not be a musical now? or to not have music I don't know if I can think of any I don't know man I think as iconic as some some of them are like as iconic as a whole new world is for Aladdin I think we could have done without it okay I'm just okay you can uh, even though we haven't no, seen I agree. it I agree but you, you take, know what I mean that's like no, an example no, I mean I agree that you can take out songs or shift songs but I don't agree that Aladdin should have no songs I, I don't I, I would not like an Aladdin with no songs without whole new world without I mean, again, not necessarily that whole new world. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not beholden by that specific. Some people but it's do just love like, that song. For me, I, I guess for me, the reason why I I, I pose this question um, is because it, it it's for me. It's like in in the sense of when I'm watching the movie and I'm settled into this and like things are happening happening narratively and and they're great. All of a sudden, we have to pause for a musical break, and the film isn't really. Well, are, you saying, are you saying you don't like musicals? I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, no, not saying no, I'm, asking. I, I'm not saying that I don't like musicals. I, I I think that when they're done great, they're great. But my thing is, if we're going to tell a story without introducing the playfulness of what a, of like, oh, this could break out into a musical sequence. Like, 
Like if it was if it was crafted and designed that way from the start, I would I would I would accept it. But I think with the talent involved, I I think but I don't think that's an issue. I feel like with the way like okay like in Jungle Book, like for the most part it's, they shoot it straight. But yeah. then when the song breaks out, it it feels like okay why? See I was I wasn't pulled out of of that. Um, like, but 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 again that that's a testament to Favreau because he figured out subtle ways to pull the songs from the movies right. in there like. At one point, Baloo is, yeah, is he's, literally he's whistling, whistling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It didn't, and it, he's not singing it. Yeah, but that's because of Favreau. But also, also, again, I don't, I don't see Jungle Book as a musical. It has music in it, but mm-hmm. you know, there's certain Disney movies that you're like, okay, okay. the music. For me, all right, for me, it really honestly becomes if we really, if we're really gonna go deeper into it, it becomes a, a question of just the musical itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like traditionally musicals are movies that you watch that you know is going to contain singing and dancing mm. you know that after watching a scene or two of of dialogue and narrative direction that they're going to break out in a song what's happening now is it was so easy to do that in animated movies and now that we're translating it to live action and a lot of people have gotten more cynical i feel like it's a little harder to show that transition and i feel like that's honestly a thing that the musical genre the musical genre themselves have yet to crack because i thought about this also as like a creative person who like likes to create shit right i thought about like why don't we why is it that we yet have a musical that doesn't like necessarily um not signal transitions but if they're gonna create musical sequences in a narrative story that has like heavy narrative direction why doesn't it feel more subtle or why isn't it integrated more naturally into the dna of the movie why does it have to feel like a certain shift happens well, I think, Whenever. I think if we look, if we if we speak on the Disney movie specifically, right, uh, and and not because I think also like I, I just said, feel like as we go up, further and further, like you know, as time goes on, I feel like the genre itself like has just like played by the same rule. But I think I think also that we are getting ahead of ourselves in the sense that, and again, the Disney films itself, because I think it come, also comes down to, to right. the quality of the directors, like you right. just said, John Favreau is good at that, and I think yeah. Disney is. Uh, at least so far, have been getting directors that are good at that, and and I think the worry isn't so much for me. Can it translate? The worry is, uh, uh, which songs do you pick? So, because again, I I wouldn't want to see because there was talk at one point of Mulan getting rid of songs. I don't want to see Mulan with no songs. Like there's some honestly, specific songs. Honestly, I feel like you see that's another example because I feel like, yeah, I get I get what you mean. Yeah. Like I get that some of these movies their songs are so iconic that it's like why are you going to take away like one of the reasons why it's become so like known i get that but you see i'm not i'm not that person that's so again like i said like uh 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 can uh what's it called the aladdin song that you mentioned a whole um, new world, whole yeah. new world. i'm not beholden to specific songs mm-hmm. like that where i'm like i have to hear this song. yeah yeah that's not what it is wanna, but you just want to hear songs because that was the dna of the original right? and not just that, i think like stories like aladdin like mulan because they're set in such a cultural world and especially doing a remake gives you op- the filmmakers a new opportunity to really tap into the culture. So like the originals, they weren't really culturally sensitive to their culture, like mm-hmm. the Asian culture and all that kind of stuff. Whereas what we've seen with Lion King, I mean, with uh, Aladdin, what I'm assuming we're going to get from Mulan is that they're going to go deep into the culture, right? So like some scenes from Aladdin, we saw things that reminded me of like Bollywood style stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the music's going to oh, kind it of could be like go that. down there, right? Yeah, and yeah, the same yeah. thing with, with, with Mulan. There's mm-hmm. going to be like a, an Asian flair mm-hmm. to the music and the tone yeah. of the instruments they use and really 
use that well, to push the, thing the story. Is, with Mulan, I really do feel like it shouldn't have music in my in my yeah. eyes. Like if I was to if I was to do it, like I would not do music. I w- I feel like there's a real great grounded story to tell that that's different that really doesn't need the the is callbacks he, to to the animated musical. But you see, know? that's the thing. I don't think it needs to be callbacks either. I think because again, I think when people think of Disney and musicals, they automatically go to like you know more pizzazz and mm-hmm, more upbeat mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think you can go nuanced and have some nuance. Yeah. Like in the story, like there's a lot of spiritual elements in terms yeah. of cultural stuff to, yeah. to Mulan, right? Yeah. In terms of culture and stuff like that. And there's I forget the songs. There's a song where she's singing about her father and how like how men and all that kind of mm-hmm. treat stuff like that. So you can have a really nuanced character moment. Yeah. In there's one song where she's singing and there's like a beautiful shot of this massive tree and the lotus blossom yeah. and that kind of stuff. You could use that to have a very deep emotional character moment. It could be like moment. nuanced. That's nuanced. what I'm saying. So you like yeah. have an emotional character moment. That doesn't have to be a song where they're running and dancing and singing yeah. in the streets. You know, I mean, like but that's that. what it is. That's why, that's why I feel like, you know, aside from a few musicals that have kind of felt nuanced, like once maybe, or, or across the universe, even though that was kind of ultimately kind of fantastical, but you know, I feel like that's the thing. It's like when you do that, it's it's at the point now where it's like, if you do it, it doesn't always have to be cheesy. Yeah, and I, but again, I think that also comes down to the studios or making to signal it. a shift in in like, the film where it's like, okay, now it's a musical. Because again, I think Disney are gonna are gonna keep finding directors like Favreau who think of creative ways. To, yeah. to like you said but like, Rob Marshall comes from so, the old school though so it's a little I, I different do I, again, but then again Little but he's doing Little Mermaid mm-hmm. they're not putting him to do the other ones right. you know it's like you're selecting the right director because Little Mermaid should have hope yeah it should have hope you know I want music. you better have Under the Sea because no, that's absolutely. I'm walking out no, that it's, it's, it's obviously it's obviously based hello I mean they're so, trying to get Lady Gaga they know yeah. what they're doing so yeah like yeah we've heard Lady Gaga to play Ursula yeah and, and Zendaya in like yeah. reportedly none of this is confirmed to play Ariel to play Ariel I think that that could be great uh, yeah I think that casting is great and yeah I want to see singing I want to see yeah um, yeah for sure for sure you know in, in that. but again I think it, it's a toss up it's just the for movies. me it becomes a deeper conversation yeah. about you know and I think Lion King is going to be a proof of that right? right I think Lion King is going to be the real proof because this is we know that's a nuanced story that but it's know. going full on music yeah you know they're going to go full on music it's not going to be like Jungle Book where it was like little things yeah here where it's like and I think, Subtle. and even we have Aladdin too. And I think Aladdin is going to be the test for again. When I said about the cultural stuff, mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a lot of like Indian inspired oh, yeah, no, stuff. You know, they kind of I mean, music the tone, see, man. even the know. dancing. Like, I'm I, hoping it's good. I, I think I think we'll see some interesting things. I, I'm not ready to write it off yet. Um, it's the one I'm, I'm most worried about. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not ready to write it off just yeah. yet. We'll, we shall see. Yeah, I think that's it for the news. That's a great note to end on. Yes, that is Real a great, conversation. great note to end on. Uh, check out our other podcasts. We have Back to the Feature podcast. Back to the Feature. Uh, our last movie we did. We did. Uh, no, we did. Uh, what's it called? You did a '90s movie, The Fifth Element. Oh, yes, nice. that's what we did. We did The Fifth Element. Check that one out. And the next one is going to be uh, Silence of the Lambs. Nice. We're, we're, we're going to release that with the same week of us. Okay, that's you know, kind of thriller yeah, yeah, style yeah, yeah. movies. So look out for that. And also, Shane forgot to post it, so it's going to be up this week. Uh, a while ago, Raven and I recorded one for the Long Kiss Goodnight. Nice. Shane, well, Shane Black's uh, one of the best films he's ever written. Great um, movie with Gina Davis. Word. Check oh, out the Captain Marvel spoiler free. Yes, Captain Marvel spoiler free, and look out for the spoiler talk coming in uh, coming soon. Whenever Rooftop we record that, will return also, as usual. 
Look out by the end of this week, Carlos. I'm putting you on the spot right now. Triple Frontier. I'd like to re- watch it and do a review. Oh, I'm definitely watching. AMC that. aren't doing it. It's yeah, a, I don't know why they're theaters, not showing them. But it's not an AMC. I think Landmark is. Kind of pissed. Yeah, no, I know. I want to see that. I'll see in theaters. theaters. It's out now. It comes out on Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, fuckers. Um, so I'm let's sorry. check that out. Maybe yeah. next Friday or this coming Friday, as we record this, we do a review. Yeah, hell yeah. So look out for that. Uh, also, the Otaku's Lounge. Uh, check out the anime guys talking anime stuff. And uh, like we always been, like we've been, ah, like we've been teasing over the past few weeks. Look out for Marvel Month, April. The Rooftop Talk will be back. We've taken oh, a bit yeah. of a break doing some plans and preparations, but we will be back. Carlos and I's signature podcast. We're really, really speaking excited. of speaking of guys. If you listen to this on the Nerdy Bunch uh, podcast, if you like on the Nerdy Bunch podcast channel, also look out for the fact that now everything has its own independent channel. So the Nerdy Report has its own channel. So search your podcast provider for the Nerdy Report. Also, uh, Rooftop Talk or Tacos Lounge, back to the feature. Every podcast has its own channel as well as being on uh, the main Nerdy Bunch podcast network. So if you guys want to follow specific podcasts, you can do that. Uh, send us your thoughts on Captain Marvel. If you've seen it, we'd love to read that on uh, on our Spoiler Talk podcast. Send your emails to uh, info at thenerdybunch.com or you can send us on social media. Find us at The Nerdy Bunch. Anything else to announce, Carlos? Rooftop talk coming soon. Rooftop talk coming Return soon. Return coming soon. On that note, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. My name is English Dave. This is Carlos. Word. And this has been The Nerdy Report. And as always, keep it nerdy, y'all. Keep it nerdy. Peace.